Welcome to All Axes. My name is Thielen Henderson, and I'll be your host. Joining me today to discuss maximizing your machine investment is Dan Yanka, President and CEO of Mazak Corporation. Well, Dan, good morning. Good morning, Thielen. How are you doing today? I'm well, thanks. Good. So when a customer purchases a machine, they almost always get multiple quotes, and of course they're drawn to the lowest one. Uh, but that's a one-time price and not the actual cost of running the machine. Well, why is it a mistake to base a machine purchase simply on that lowest price? Great question. I like to think uh, of investment in capital equipment and machine tools in terms of uh, total cost of ownership. You know, machine tools are a big investment. Yeah. And, and it's, it's really critical to evaluate the, the investment beyond just a set of printed specifications and, and the lowest price. Because let's face it, not all machine tools you know, are equal, in fact, not even close when you consider performance, durability, aftermarket support, you know, over the, uh, the entire life cycle of, of, of that investment. So I, I think total cost of ownership is, is, you know, needs to weigh, weigh in significantly in the decision-making process, but that's not always easy. Right. I mean, there's a lot of factors to consider for total, total cost of ownership. Is there something specific that, that a company could look at quickly and help aid in them in that decision? Yeah. I mean, I, I, I tend to break things down. Um, I'm, I'm very analytical. Yeah. I look at, you know, those specific elements that make up the life cycle cost of a machine. The first obvious one is the initial purchase price. Of course. Then you have other factors that weigh in, such as the cost associated with the facility preparation mm-hmm. foundation over the life cycle of that machine uh, power consumption. Yeah. That's an ongoing everyday everyday cost. I mentioned earlier durability, reliability, and so forth. I, I always break things down into asset utilization and, and, and really, the main component of that is machine availability right. versus not being available or downtime. That's that's a big factor. Spindle um, uptime, time-cutting chips. You, you got, I mean, that, then you get into process optimization. So when the machine mm-hmm. is available, are you taking full advantage of it? Is your spindle utilization greater than 90%? And right. you're going to find that most shops around the country have a difficult time attaining that level. But there, there's other cost factors as well. You know, as you know, we, we've, we have a skilled labor shortage in manufacturing, you yeah, know, throughout the country. Yeah, and, mm-hmm. and so ease of programming the machine, um, conversational programming, accurate simulation right there at the machine so that you go from your part print to making chips as quickly as possible and all the costs associated with that. One of the biggest things that I think that customers sometimes overlook uh-huh. is the resale value. And it's interesting because what we find, Thielen, is that the top shops in the country, they will invest in new capital equipment over a five to seven year cycle. So really? in other words, they, yeah, they, yeah, they, and, and, and the reason for that is think of the technology turns, mm-hmm. you know, that occur in that five to seven year window of time, especially the control technology, the processing speeds and so forth. And so the shops that really stay out in front, continue to grow, continue to land new contracts and all are constantly renewing their technologies. And oh. Yeah, and, and so... So instead if, of buying a machine and running it till the wheels fall off, it's it's buying a machine, covering the cost of it, making a profit on it, and then after five years, selling it 
and, mm -hmm. and investing in new technology, and that'll help you increase throughput, and that'll make you more efficient. You, you bet. Trading it in, reselling it, whatever yeah. the case may be. And, and, and what a lot of companies fail to investigate or, or recognize is the resale value of that asset. And let's face it, some assets have far, far greater resale value after five to seven years than other brands. And um, that's, that's a big factor in reducing. When you subtract off the resale value of that total life cycle cost, that brings down your life cycle cost substantially. Wow. So big factor. Yeah, you just, yeah and, and that's a number that you can generally get by speaking to uh, a machine tool salesman or, or someone who deals in used machinery, right? To well, yeah, yeah, absolutely. In fact, you'll find when you talk to the, the aftermarket uh, used machinery dealers, there are certain machine models and, and certain brands that they work very hard to get their hands on because they know that there's always a, a very strong market. I know the sometimes the used machinery market acts as one of our big competitors yeah, no from kidding. the OEM side because <laughs> the machines the machines are still pretty doggone good All, after five to seven years. Yeah, well, yeah, that's that's the problem of making a quality product sometimes. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, so here's a question that, that I've been thinking about a lot. If a customer, some of the things in life cycle costs, such as power consumption and initial purchase price, are, are things that a customer can easily evaluate on day one it, just working with their machine tool salesman. Mm -hmm. they, can, they can understand those, those qualities. But there are other things like uh, uh, coolant loss or, or just a fear of unknown because they haven't worked with a brand before or it's a new style of machine for them. How do you get a customer to feel comfortable uh, with, with those unknowns and, and make it feel like they're mitigating their risk by making this purchase? Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah no, no, that's a good question. And again, what I recommend to customers is reach out to the regional technology center. The technology centers are, are fully equipped with machine models that are there for demonstration. They're there right. for training. And, and then, you know, uh, there's, there's also testimonials and so forth. The other thing is, I, we were talking about it uh, earlier, but the, the used machinery market, when you see the value by which certain machine models, Mazak machines have tremendous machine resale value. Right. And, and that says a lot about the asset and its durability and performance over, over the long haul. Absolutely. I just give you a good, you know, an example. I mean, if you went out and bought a, bought a, uh, you know, bought on cheapest price and you spent $80,000 yeah. and after five years, your contract was up or you decided it's time to renew, yeah. you're probably going to get maybe 25% of the new machine value. So let's say you sell it for $20,000. So, you know, your life cycle cost, $60,000 of, uh, of your life cycle cost was in the difference between the, the original purchase price and the resale. Okay. Whereas if you were to spend $100,000 on a, a, a higher performing type machine uh, mm -hmm. with greater durability and repeatability over the long haul, you're, you're more than likely going to get 40 to 50% resale value. So let's oh, wow. assume you could sell that for 50000 Your life cycle cost factor of that resale was only fifty k, And, 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 that, and during go. that time, you got far greater, well, what I'll call process optimization and performance out of it because of better ACK index, quicker right. tool change times, uh, less parasitic time. And, and the machine always being available because of the reliability. So, so those are it, big factors. That, that's a massive factor. So across a five-year plan, it would be roughly uh, 
less expensive because instead of it's a hundred thousand dollar machine with a fifty thousand dollar resale price in addition higher spindle uptime and you, uh, it depends upon the company you've worked with but you could have partnered with someone who could help you grow as a company and help train your people and make sure that uh you don't have downtime yeah 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 absolutely and and you know one thing COVID has taught us and has actually accelerated in in the marketplace is the evolution of online virtual training classes Right. That coupled with the technology that goes into this latest generation of CNC controls. As I mentioned earlier, conversational programming, shop floor programming. And I mean, the, the, the controls literally can teach an operator to become an expert with that machine in a week's time frame. One other thing, when we talk about these five-year renewals and so forth, about a year ago, we ran mm-hmm. a program called the Smooth Challenge. You might recall that. I do. Um, yeah, and that's where we took a part work holding and program mm-hmm. from a generation machine that would have been available five to seven years ago, put it on really the exact same configurated machine, but with the latest control drives and motors technology. Yeah. And and ran that identical program and, and the cycle time reductions without making any change at all reduced by anywhere from 10 to 35 percent the more oh, wow. complex the part the greater the cycle time reduction and and that's why i say you know when i mentioned top shops across the country well, that's one heck of a motivator to to have a plan to continuously invest in in your business right so i mean really when you're looking at two prices that's really just the tip of the iceberg for total cost of ownership there's so much more underneath and uh, oh, a lot yeah. of homework should be done before before choosing either direction you bet. Yeah. I mean, the, uh, you know, a little extra time research and planning on the front end is, is going to save you an awful lot of money downstream. You know, one thing we, we one other thing I do want to mention is the, uh, the aftermarket support. Let's face it, many machine, you know, oftentimes machine tools will be around. They may change hands a few times, but they're around 15, 20 years. One other factor that should be part of that upfront evaluation is the life cycle support, not only for the, the machine mechanically, but for the control drives and motors and so forth. You know, having that assurance that you're going to have access to spare parts no matter how old the machine is, that you're going to have access to service support, whether right. it's, um, you know, through phone support, local service technicians, or even remote assist, which is now becoming more and more popular. And, and the best way for a company to be comfortable that they're going to have that aftermarket support is by properly vetting the company that builds the machine tool, right? Like making, yeah. understanding, visiting, talking to other, other people. Yep, you bet, you bet. You know, many machine tool companies encourage, or shall I say, put on a pretty hard sale for the customer to go out and buy a warehouse full of spare parts. Yeah. Well, that that, that consumes cash and and working capital. Um, Floor space, too. Yeah. You want to find an OEM? uh, (laughs) I'll uh, tout Mazak in this case, but uh, (laughs) an OEM like Mazak that handles that for you. So that when you yeah. need a part, you're going to get that part the next day, no matter what model, no matter how old the machine and, and you know, whether it's a control issue or mechanical issue or what have you. And that frees up a tremendous amount of working capital and cash. That's spectacular. Hey, Dan, thank you for joining us today. 
Yeah, Taylor. No, thank you for having me. I really enjoyed it. You had some great questions, and I'll tell you what, I'm 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 really excited about the post-COVID era in in our oh, industry and what it means to manufacturing here in the U.S. I'm excited for the post-COVID everything, <laughs> that in particular too, though. Boy, isn't that the truth? Yeah. <laughs> Good deal. Yeah. Hey, great. thanks a lot, though. I really appreciate it. Oh, it's our pleasure. To learn more, please visit Masac's website at masacusa.com. Information on this subject and many other subjects can be found in the White Papers tab under News and Events. Thank you for listening. Be sure to subscribe to All Axes on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, TuneIn, or you can always visit our website at mazacusa.com for the latest episode.